Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, real quick. In order to support the podcast, I need the help of some great advertisers, but I want to make sure those advertisers are ones that you actually want to hear about. And in order to do that, I need to learn a little bit more about you in order to bring on the right advertisers. So if you could do me a quick favor... That is, can you go to podsurvey.com slash new mindset? And there you could take a quick anonymous survey that will help me get to know you a bit better so we can bring on the right advertisers. We can bring on advertisers that you don't want to skip. So that's all. Quick favor, if you could just visit podsurvey.com slash new mindset. And once you've completed the survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. But that's all you have to do. It's a quick favor. It would mean a lot to me. Podsurvey.com slash new mindset. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new mindset who dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 520. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, I want to talk about how to stop taking things so personally in life, which really is the key to life. If you think about it, it's how you learn to not overthink that comment during that work meeting from Deborah, who's always had it out for you. It's how you don't overthink Chad's mixed signals after what you thought was a great reciprocal first date. It's how you don't even consider that comment a stranger left on your Instagram selfie that said, it's brave of you to post that, right? To learn to not take things so personally in life is really how you free yourself from all of the things I talk about on the podcast, things that distract you from being happy and at peace and just in your lane. Things like comparison and rushing and self-judgment and decisions made from a place of people-pleasing or validation. So I think this topic really is everything. It's a treasure trove of insight into life. And so if we can figure out a way to not take what other people say or do, even if it does impact you, if we can figure out a way to not take those things so personally, we're living good. (laughs) We're living good. And of course, this is way easier said than done, and I don't think one little podcast on the topic is going to fix everything, but I have a couple of thoughts that have really helped me out in life, and I want to share them with you briefly. And the first point here is, and I want to be somewhat contrarian with this, because this is something I see 
every single person on social media talk about as a reason to not take things personally, to not care what other people think about you. And it's always some variation of live your best life, do your thing, don't care what other people think about you because no one else is actually thinking about you. No one is watching you. No one is noticing you. No one remembers the mistakes you've made. It's always some variation of that. It's always some variation of people aren't even paying attention to you. So why would you even care? Now, I certainly agree that people aren't paying as much attention to you as you might think. You are not the main character in their life like you might sometimes think. Or yeah, sure, people might not even be looking at you as you walk down the street. They're just looking your direction. People who watch your Instagram story, they're not thinking that much about you. I agree. They're not paying as much attention to you as you might think. But I think this is frankly kind of dumb advice to say don't care because they don't care. People 100% do care. People 100% do notice you. People do remember you. Of course, of course. My friends and I have so many jokes we still make to this day that came from 10 years ago about random people, five years ago, a random interaction with a bar or an old work colleague or a, some barista we ran into getting coffee. Of course, we love to people watch and crack jokes about other people, about each other. Nothing mean or spiteful, but you know, humans talk about other humans and we look at other humans. We do. You do. So I don't get where this advice comes from that says, don't care what they think because they're not even looking at you or thinking about you. Yes, they are. Of course they are. You are. So they are. To deny this is is kind of strange to me and kind of wrong. And I think it kind of skirts the issue as a whole. I think that kind of advice really misses the mark and kind of even avoids the issue by just saying, well, don't care because they don't care. We're not getting to the heart of the issue with advice like that. We need to not skirt the issue and not just repeat the advice. We need to say, yes, they do notice. They might notice and they might care. But whose opinion do I value more, theirs or my own? If we don't pay attention to that question, we're totally missing out on the underlying issue of why we take things personally to begin with. So let's wake up. Let's get real. People do notice. People do remember you. Sure, it is what it is. But whose opinion is more valuable, theirs or yours? I actually did an entire chapter in That's Bold of You on why other people's opinions are always lacking in one small way. So definitely check that out if you want to go all in on this idea of their opinions versus your opinions. But we'll come back to this idea. But if you're at a point in your life, you know, where someone has said something to you as a result of their, they're watching you or dating you or interacting with you or working with you. Now you have a decision to make. We're not blindly saying, well, they don't care. No, we're saying, okay, that thing that they said or that they did, was it a personal, malicious, intentional attack or was it something else? This is where we take our power back, not by blind self-help advice that says, well, they don't even care. No, plain and simple. We take our power back. We're not brushing it aside. We're not saying they don't care. We're saying, okay, they have set their eyes on me in some big way or some small way or some accidental random way. Now, do I decide to take it personally or do I assign it to the spam folder? And here's my two points that have really helped me assign it directly to spam. It's a one-way one way path into spam. And point one is this. I am going to advocate for you to give people the benefit of the doubt. 
That is, when someone says something to you and you can assign intent to it or maliciousness to it, you can do that, of course. That's why we take things personally. Or you can give them the benefit of the doubt that says what they did or what they said, it was less about me and more about them. The way they treated me is a sign of them, not me. Their misery, their insecurity, their self-doubt, it loves company and they're projecting it and this isn't about me, it's about them. Or their words are just words. It doesn't carry the meaning I'm prescribing to it. I'm, of course, going to advocate for this, right? And when I do, when I talk about giving someone the benefit of the doubt, that's the phrase here, the benefit of the doubt, a.k.a. assuming positive intent or just neutral intent, no intent, no malicious intent. When we talk about this phrase, benefit of the doubt, usually we think that giving someone the benefit of the doubt It's about just that, giving them the benefit of the doubt, giving them the kind act of assuming they didn't mean it or excusing something they did as accidental, giving them, right? Literally giving them that nicety. But the reality is giving someone the benefit of the doubt is for you. It's not about them. And that's a big difference. And it's a big mindset shift because in the instances where we want to rise above, we don't want to take things personally. We don't want to overthink it to think that we need to give someone else something in instances where we were, we were hurt. That's really tough to do, right? We're emotional. It's tough to do to be like, I've got to give them something like I'm supposed to give Deborah the benefit of the doubt after all that shit talking, or I've got to give Chad the, the benefit of the doubt about himself after he's been dishing out mixed signals and hasn't been responding to texts, it's not easy, right? And off we go then to taking things personally. What is way easier though, is to realize that giving someone the benefit of the doubt is for you. It's something you give yourself. It's not about them. It's about you. Because when you say they said this, or they did this, but it's not about me, it's about them or it doesn't carry the meaning I think it does, that is peace right there. And that is benefit of the doubt for you, right? You're assigning neutral or positive intent. That is for you. It's not for them. It's for you. So think about that there for a second. And my second point here is this. And again, consider this if if you're struggling to give yourself the benefit of the doubt. I've heard it said that if you take something personally, it's because you agree with it. And that kind of stings, right? If you take something personally, it's because deep down on a subconscious level, you kind of agree with it. And that's why it hurts. That's why you take it personally. Now, this is obviously something deep seated. And if we're going to, you know, really get into it, we're going to have to take a crack at figuring out why and, and where it comes from. But I actually think there's a lot of truth in a statement like that. We take things personally when we assign what someone did or said to a bucket of our own self-belief that we're likely already struggling with. So when Deborah talks, you know, shit about you behind your back at work, that gets assigned to your, I'm an imposter in my career and everyone knows bucket. Or when Chad dishes up mixed signals, that gets assigned to your, I'm hard to love bucket. Or when someone posts that, you know, that mean comment on your Instagram selfie, that gets assigned to your I'm ugly bucket, right? For instance, somewhat obvious stuff here, but that is how we end up taking things personally. Not because we necessarily like specifically agree with with them, but because it's something we're battling with on our own. And then they come along and we make the connection all too easy for our our subconscious and voila, 
their right and it becomes personal, right? They were, they took a look at you and they were like, you are struggling with this and I'm going to say this and therefore they make the connection and we make the connection for them by thinking they're right and we take it personally. We do this automatically versus benefit of the doubt, which is for you, right? It's for you. And it says their words or their actions say more about them than they do about me. Their words or their actions are a reflection of their worldview, their reality, their limitations, their lack of values, their lack of tact, and so on. Benefit of the doubt is for you, not them. And when we give ourselves the benefit of the doubt, it puts a wedge in between those connections that we subconsciously make. And that is how you fight back against taking things personally. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. And sure, big caveat here. Sometimes when someone says something or does something to you and it hurts, well, maybe again, maybe you deserved it. Maybe it was accurate on the surface and we need to do some soul searching. We need to leave room for feedback in life, of course, but we don't have to take other people's insecure, self-doubt ridden words or actions personally. Because the majority of the time when someone hurts you, they are projecting something about themselves onto you. You are getting a glimpse into their mindset. You are getting a glimpse of perhaps how they were raised to see life. You're seeing their hurt from past jobs or relationships. You're seeing it become their present case. You're seeing someone struggle to understand why you're free of a certain limiting mindset and they're not. And voila, misery loves company and they're projecting out. Again, Again, outside of instances where someone says you're acting in a wrong way and you are, or you're being annoying and you are, we need to learn to recognize that outside of that, misery loves company. We need to recognize that misery loves company. And when someone is jealous of you or threatened by you or unsure of you, their words or actions are likely to follow. They can try to rob you of your contentment or peace, but it's up to you to where you assign those actions or words. Do you assign it to the human things you're struggling with? Your own self-doubt, your own insecurity, your own concerns about your past or your present? Or do you assign it to the benefit of the doubt bucket? Again, the benefit of the doubt bucket is for you. It says, I don't have to prescribe any intent to their words or their actions beyond them being a reflection of that person's current level of maturity or awareness. And you can compound this, of course, with a nice mindfulness cherry on top by asking yourself, why do I want their approval in the first place? Because a lot of the times that's why we take these things personally, because we want them to like us and we allow it in. 
the OG mindfulness guy, Marcus Aurelius, he's quoted as saying, you crave the approval of people who bear, are barely happy with their own existence. Their opinion doesn't matter. Move on. That is why the benefit of the doubt is for you. It's giving yourself the benefit of the doubt that says their hurtful words or their hurtful behavior that we can objectively assign to a category of that's immature, that's wrong, that's hurtful. It's not about you. It's about them. It's not about you. It's about them. AKA people who are barely happy with their own existence, they're projecting. Their behavior is a reflection of them and not you. And why are we taking the flawed actions of flawed people who are barely happy with their own lives so personally? Benefit of the doubt is for you. It's something you give yourself. And you realize this when you learn to not assign behavior or words to the categories of your own that you struggle with. And I think that's just the message I want to get across with this episode. Perhaps a common theme here is power in pausing. But, you know, in the instances where you really don't want to overthink something or someone, when you feel that urge come on, that emotion pop to the surface, when you feel like there's a, you know, a group of people who have it out for you and they host a weekly meeting to plan your demise and they're slowly chipping away at it. When that's your temptation, because you're human and we're all going to feel this, give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Recognize that hurt people hurt people. Or sometimes it's not even that serious. It's not. People are acting out of their own desires, their own selfishness. People are in their own lanes and they don't even realize that their flawed actions impact you. And certainly, I hope you find a way in your life to surround yourself with people who understand how their actions impact other people, people who live with awareness and emotional maturity and empathy. I really hope you do. But undoubtedly, along the way to getting your, your people like that, you'll come across people whose blinders are totally on, and they're just wheeling and dealing from a place of focus on themselves, and maybe even focus on their own insecurities and their own pain, and you end up in their sights. When that's the case, pause. Give yourself benefit of the doubt. The reframe here is you're giving yourself benefit of the doubt. It's for you. It's not for them. Give it to yourself and see how you learn to not take things so personally in a world where it's really tough to do. So that's it. I'll end it right there. I hope this was helpful. If it was, I'd be so grateful if you'd share the podcast with a friend. And if you haven't yet, if you can give the show a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening, that really means a lot. So thank you for doing that. But that is it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. 